Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail. And I am here with my whole monorail family. Yay! Kermit, yay! I'm doing the Kermit. You just can't see it. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm going to begin unconventionally by introducing first... Oh, Samantha Monorail. Samantha Monorail is here. <laughs> I'm never first. You're first today because you're in between classes, so I know you're not like anxiously waiting to end this podcast we can take as much time as we want oh no i have to plan for the week of cooking stuff <laughs> so no we're on a time crunch people there's no time i'm crunch. just kidding <laughs> next we shall introduce chicken nugget chicken nugget or as we know him garrett monorail he's here once again have you still been thinking about dropping the chicken nugget moniker yeah it feels weird every time i say it you don't have to say it you don't have to say it anymore. Come up with something else. You could just be Skelligummy. Nah. You could promote your YouTube right off the bat. I, that, that one's still a little weird when I say it out loud. <laughs> I thought you would embrace the Skelligummy. It's now time to introduce... Track star John John Johnson. Who is that? It's me. <laughs> Track team wouldn't have made its finals without me. Thank you, Well, here's Jack. the question. If that's true, why did you not participate in the 5K yesterday? Um... I was tired and resting up for the track meet on Monday. <laughs> oh, jeez. You've never run ever in your life. That is not true. I'm John John Johnson, and I am big time winner. Okay. <laughs> McKenna Monorail is here. <laughs> and you forgot our other family member. You, no, you I, said the last family member. In the room. Oh, and this the is room. how I always do it. Is this your first time recording with me? Yeah, but you said in introducing our last fam family member, and I was thinking, no. You said, yeah, this is your first time recording with us? Yes. Wow. Welcome to the show. I've never been here, and today is my first time. I always introduce him last because he's the headliner. He's the star. And he's family. He is family, but he won't take the name either, so... <laughs> But yes. Not at least until I get that sweet, sweet tax break. <laughs> it is true. Landon the Dawes Done is joining us once again. Landon, welcome to the podcast. Uh, always fun to be joining you bright and early on a Monday morning in the monorail. Uh, though I do have to say I'm a little verklempt, starstruck that I'm sitting at the virtual table with track star John John Johnson. <laughs> I know. I know. Everyone, it's not that big of a deal. I've just won several track things. That are several things. Track, things. Track, things. track things. I know a lot about track, and that's what they're called officially. What events? Yeah, her, do you her, her trophy holder uh, device has tons of track thing. Uh, you know, badges. Do they, they get badges? <laughs> I get um, badges, pins. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, those things that hang around your neck. Lanyards. Unco pops. A trophy. Do you get Funko Pops? Funko Pop. <laughs> it depends on who I'm running for. What event do you need to compete in to win that trophy that's sitting in front of Spaceship Earth right now? Oh, um, the five meter dash. Oh, only the five meter <laughs> dash. <laughs> you say the only only the five meter dash, but clearly you don't have the athletic prowess of track superstar John John Johnson. Yeah, it's guess. the five meter dash against John John Johnson over <laughs> exactly, here. Exactly. Okay? Yeah. You're not gonna win it. <laughs> You're only competing for second if track superstar John John Johnson is running. <laughs> <laughs> it is an honor oh, to be joined okay. by such a notorious track star. You're welcome. I don't know what knowledge you have about Disney. We'll find out. <laughs> I'll find out. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome, everyone. This is episode number 122 of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. Today is August 24th, 2020. And we are here to bring you all kinds of Disney goodness. On the show today... I've got several pieces of news that I'd like to discuss with you all. In segment two, 
We are continuing our virtual walk through the World Showcase and going to Germany. Guten Tag this time. That's a preview. More German coming later. Mm-mm. Stay tuned. No, I, I can't do it. And we're going to wrap it up today with shout outs to all of our friends that helped us reach our fundraising goal for the Parks and Monorails Broadway Cares 5K that we participated in. It ended yesterday. I can't tell you if we won the championship or not because we're recording this in the past. <laughs> But we were in the lead as of this recording, and if we do win, we get a real championship belt. Yay! So, but everyone that's contributed, thank you so much. We'll get to that later. Let's start with some Disney news. How about it? Okay. Disney recently updated their park hours. If you recall, Disney announced starting September 8th, they're going to be reducing theme park hours at all four parks. And I I gave you the summary at the time, but we'll do it again. Magic Kingdom's new hours are going to be 9 a.m. to 6. Epcot will be 11 a.m. to 7. Disney's Hollywood Studios, hashtag always MGM, 10 a.m. to 7. Disney's Animal Kingdom, 9 a.m. to 5. Well, as of this recent update to the calendar on the Walt Disney World website, those park hours are at least going to be in place through the first week of November. But you know that does it doesn't surprise me so much because I kind of feel like this is like indefinitely until things get better. Yeah, I think it's going to be that way. But it's kind of a bummer because all the stuff at night you're not going to see it. Yeah, I like nighttime Disney. And it is a shame that we do miss out on that. And I do think this is going to continue until the world stops burning. I wouldn't be surprised. I was about to say I wouldn't be surprised if we see a further reduction in park hours, but. I don't know how much further they can pare it back Hmm. if they do decide to pare it back further. Well, you can only pare it back so far before people start saying, what exactly am I paying for? Exactly. Right. You've already got a lot of attractions closed down. Now the park hours are reduced. I actually think their best bet, if they were going to do any further reductions, would be shut down on certain days of the week. Yeah. And and that could happen, like in the wintertime. That's sad. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll just have to monitor it going forward. But here is some good news. At Epcot, in the Japan Pavilion, starting today, Monday, August 24th, Teppan Edo is reopening for dinner service only. 4 p.m. to 8.50, but it is reopening. Oh, cool. Yeah. I want to go. You know, uh, Takumi Te is the fancy one. I know. Yeah, I want to go there, too. Tokyo (laughs) Dining is the one we've been to. Teppan Edo, I believe, is the hibachi one. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't done that one. Mm-hmm. I love me some hibachi. Yeah. Yeah. I do too until I start eating it and it tastes so good and all that butter and grease starts hitting my stomach mm. and I'm like, oh, I'm in pain. <laughs> yep. And it's so good you can't stop eating it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I do because it hurts so much. <laughs> Not me. I power through it and then, and then, and then I want to die about 45 minutes after I'm done. <laughs> Just lay in the corner and then have like a sodium stroke. Yep. Yep. You want to skip going to hibachi, what you can do at home is just get like a spoonful of butter and then some grease and just go for it. Yeah, there you go. But it doesn't have the fun show like the onion volcano or the choo-choo train or anything like that. But you could do that at home. You could throw shrimp at people at home. Yeah, you can throw (laughs) shrimp at people at home. It's really fun. I hadn't thought about this. Throw shrimp at people at home. <laughs> Zoe would probably love it. Oh yeah, she would. She would either love it, and then I discovered that she doesn't do well with the <laughs> seafood. Fish and then it's like, well, guess what? I have to move now. <laughs> Can't even clean it up. I'm just moving. Would this be a good time to talk about Katsura Grill? Sure. We actually experienced it for the first time yesterday. In the rain. In the drenching rain. (laughs) We were in the soup. We were in the soup. (laughs) So if you've ever visited Katsura Grill or just even walked up in the area of the restaurant, it's very beautiful. It's surrounded by all this vegetation. They've got koi ponds, waterfalls. They have these Japanese lanterns that are lighting the area. It's it's gorgeous. It's a nice place. Very Mm -hmm. relaxing. It's usually pretty calm up there. But I will say this, in a rainstorm, that whole place becomes a koi pond. The whole place. It was flooding like crazy. We had th- like two to three inches of water under our seats before we evacuated. Wow, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, 
I was climbing across chairs. Yeah, we did. Trying to we, we like, basically get played, out of the puddle. We basically played the floor is lava. Yeah. Try, <laughs> trying to not get wet shoes and socks. I was Again, to plug y'all's live stream, I saw one of the live streams you had yesterday on your Facebook. Be sure to go and join the Monday Morning Rail Monday morning monorail fam group on Facebook. God, y'all's titles are so dang long. And check out that video. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> it was fun to float around the Japan Pavilion. Yes. We needed there was a so much water, I thought you were being evacuated off spaceship Earth. Hi-oh! Hey. <laughs> that, that doesn't make sense. I know. I'm sorry. Comedy's hard. <laughs> um, we, we thought for a while we were going to have to steal a gondola from Italy. Just to get through the World Showcase. No kidding. But we made it. But we were drenched. But we made it. Here's what I'll say. I had been anxious to try Katsura Grill for quite a while. I knew they had ramen. I knew that they had sushi. They have wings there, too. Yeah. That you tried. teriyaki And some teriyaki chicken and some different Mm. things. Shrimp. They have... You can get sake. We got some nigori, which... Mm -hmm. Honestly, out of everything we had, I think the sake was the best thing. It comes from a bottle. You can't mess that up. Everything was else? it hot? No, it's no cold sake. Cold sake. Mm-hmm. Nig- Nigori, the unfiltered stuff. I think is usually cold, isn't it? Yeah, it's like um, you can. I wouldn't want that when heated because it's a sweeter mm-hmm. sake. Like regular sake is supposed to be hot, but this one's sweetened sake. Yeah, so that was good. But my ramen was just fine. Okay, no, that's, so the thing mm. about me. Is that, like, with just basic, like, simple food, I think it's really good. Like, that's what I want when I, when I want to eat. So that ramen was, like... You liked it a lot. A lot, yeah. Because it was, it was pretty basic. Yeah, it's just simple, and that's what I'm looking for when I, I want to eat a meal. Yeah. Well, so good reviews from Garrett. What did you think about the wings? Uh, they were fine. They were miso wings. Mm-hmm. Um, a little, like, too salty and sweet. Um, maybe I next time would ask the sauce be on the side or something because it made the wings pretty mushy too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. like the skin on the outside was kind of mm. mushy. I don't, I don't like that that much. Um, but I was hungry and then I wasn't. <laughs> it's true. That's what happens when you put <laughs> sustenance in your face. <laughs> Just put that on the menu. <laughs> You'll be hungry and then you won't be. Yeah. <laughs> McKenna. The teriyaki chicken was fine. Fine. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't like it was. It was fine. I now ate here, it. here's a question because I've heard good reviews of Katsura Grill, and I'll say since things have reopened and they don't have like the ambassadors from the countries, um, most of the ambassadors from the countries are not in World Showcase because they all had to go home. Yeah, because we are absolutely going bananas. Right. So. I feel like some of the food at some of the quick service in World Showcase it's has suffering. dropped off a little bit. Yeah. Actually, mm. I kind of felt that way about Regal Eagle last time I got the chicken. It wasn't as good as it should have been? Yeah. Well, well that shouldn't apply there. Right. I mean, Regal Eagle's in America. It's like like we we can't be shipped out of a... Actually, I'm not going to say that. The way 2020 is going, we probably totally could be shipped out of America at some point. But, but <laughs> what? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's kind of weird. I know. I mean... um, I don't know. It just wasn't as juicy as it usually is. Yeah. So that I kind of wonder if also part of why the food service isn't like the quick service isn't as great right now is because they're cooking some stuff ahead of time, but there's just not as many people buying it. So it mm, sits there for a while. That could be true. I, that, that could be part of why it's just not maybe as, as fresh. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I will say this. We ate lunch at Sunshine Seasons, and I got the oak-grilled salmon, and it came with this andouille hash and some grits. It was delicious. That might have been my favorite meal I've gotten from Sunshine Seasons. <laughs> it was That's very good. good. Yeah. I got a power salad from there, and um, the concept was a really great idea, but it's also something that I think was cooked and then put it in the refrigerator and just sat there for a while. Um, but I would like to recreate that salad at home because the mm. concept was really a great idea. It, the execution just didn't, hmm. didn't. Did yours have chicken? Yeah. That's Okay, I was going to say, how did you get a cooked salad? Well, the chicken was cooked, but okay. then 
it had like shaved Brussels sprouts yeah. and kale and all kinds of stuff in it. Then like dried cherries mm-hmm. um, and goat cheese and almonds. On paper, and sounds like it should be pretty good. Quinoa, and it, it I can see that being very delicious. If I made it myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, everything you just laid out sounds very good. And and I want to I circle back to Garrett's review on the ramen because that was something that I was curious in trying. I think I mentioned that on our uh, M34D of the Japan Pavilion. So I was a little disappointed when Jay's like, it's fine. But when Garrett went to bat for it, that made me feel a whole lot better about it. So I'm going to... Because it looked awesome in the picture. The picture did look good. Mm-hmm. Just, here's the thing. I may have been spoiled because I've had some really good ramen. Mm-hmm. Like we we went to Chef Morimoto's ramen house in New York, I mean, Momosan, and we had ramen there. And then and then I'll tell you, there are some places in Knoxville that made some good ramen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. The thing about me is I can't really tell the difference. Like it's, just, it's ramen. Yeah, it tastes good. Well, I mean, and and maybe people wouldn't be as picky as me or have such crazy standards for ramen. Um, and you if eat you're, your ramen as you look down from your monocle. I know. Mm. Yes, let me look down. On this. Mm, yes, the Normish would like this one. <laughs> don't you agree, Benifer? <laughs> I don't know. Benifer was my date for that meal. Would Benifer eat ramen? Yes. No. <laughs> yes, of course, Benifer would. She just would when she uses her chopsticks. Pinkies up, savages. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. People may debate us on this, but for me. It just wasn't my favorite thing. I mean, with such good options around World Showcase, it, I would take it over what we got from the um, quick service in China. Because oh yeah, I did not like what we got there. I yeah. would definitely eat there again. Because like we always go around to like all the festival things, and it's all like like fancy stuff, and like just not my thing. If I would go there again and get the wings, because I think that I am more of a wing connoisseur than mm-hmm. someone else in. Here that also Who are you talking about? eats wings, but Whatever. not as much as oh. I eat wings. <laughs> Zoe, Zoe well, wants to Zoe, talk about wings. Zoe was Zoe's not uh, standing for that shade you were throwing. Apologies. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I always like it when Zoe chimes in. Hey, I like wings too, Maketa. Mm. Apparently, Zoe has your back, Sam. So yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I would put it above some, but not above. Like I would. I wish Tangerine Cafe was open because I would take Tangerine Cafe over that. I'd take Regal Eagle over that. I mean, there's just quick service around around the pond that I believe I would rank above Katsura. And I, I can only hopes. say that if, if you're in if you're in the England Pavilion. <laughs> it's true. No, that's across the pond. <laughs> this is around the pond. <laughs> so, anyways, on that happy, hopeful note, <laughs> I say we take a break because when we come back, we're going to talk about Germany. Yay! So get your, get on that leader hosen and. Uh, Warm up the Oompa band. We like sausages. We <laughs> <laughs> We like sausages. I'm part of the Godzilla support group. Great. Thank you. International track superstar John John Johnson. John John Johnson, Godzilla, you got it. <laughs> All right. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the monorail. It is now time for M34D. And if you're joining us for the first time ever, first of all, welcome to the show. Also, how are you joining in the middle of the show? That's kind of weird. It is a podcast after all. It's a po- Oh, wait. You skipping? Uh, no. You skipping through the episode? Quit. They I guess they did. But they knew they wanted to get to the good stuff, and that is the Disney deep dive with the Dawes. So, of course, still with us is the Dawes, Land in the Dawes Dome. And it's time to talk about Germany, my friends. Are we yeah, ready? Yeah, guten tag. Yay. Guten tag. Willkommen. Wunder schnitzel. I, spoiler alert, I don't know German. <laughs> Let's start off yeah. and talk a little bit about what the Germany pavilion looks like. So, again, just letting you all know, this was an opening day pavilion, October 1st, 1982. 
architecturally, it has not changed over the years. It looks the same as it always has. And similar to many other pavilions, it pulls from a lot of different regions of uh, Germany to pull inspiration for its architecture. There's some debate. I don't know if it's super clear, like clear cut where all of the inspiration comes from for the different facades, but some of it is, um, is pretty clear. I think if you kind of take a look around, they've got like right at the centerpiece, there's a fountain that has a statue of St. George slaying a dragon. It's It's it's, pretty metal. It's really cool looking. I don't know if you know this, but they used to have, Dragons in Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. And what else happened in Germany's past? Wait, no, never mind. Let's not get into it. (laughs) Did they slay dragons in Lederhosen? No, he was wearing like a nice suit of armor. If you you take a look at this guy on the horse, but actually I do think if you look closely, he is wearing Lederhosen underneath his. Oh, well, probably. You don't want the Lederhosen to get burned by the dragon. Of course, yeah. I mean, th- those were his battle leader hosen. <laughs> battle leader hosen. <laughs> I like the idea of that. I feel like that's a future cosplay. Oh, yes. <laughs> no, actually, the reason we don't have dragons anymore is St. George slayed them all. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. That's oh, well, rude. Hmm. He slayed them all to extinction? Yeah, he hunted them to extinction. Why did he hate dragons so much? He's what a terrible cool. person. Now no one else gets to enjoy dragons. <laughs> Except that one chick on uh, that HBO show. Um, uh, uh, Game of Dragons? Curb Your Enthusiasm. Lord, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is coming from WDW Info. It says, The architecture reflects a diverse cross-section of Germany regions, from the replica of the medieval castle to the fairy tale Bavarian-style buildings, the clock tower features a glockenspiel that chimes a special melody on the hour. And they also have a miniature German village with three model trains over kind of to the side of the pavilion. Hmm. You can feel like Godzilla as you walk around the miniature German village. <laughs> I saw a lizard crawling around on the buildings. That was Godzilla. It was Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, or maybe I, it's one of them dragons coming back to take down St. George and his stupid statue. Revenge, yeah. He's got revenge <laughs> on his mind. I like Bavarian. In, Do you like Bavarian? In the cream form inside <laughs> of a donut. <laughs> um... I I am talking. Wow, okay. this is bad. I don't know what I'm saying. Where are you going with that? Well, gone. And anyways. Well, I don't think we're topping that. Let's just head to the plugs. No. <laughs> so when the pavilion was designed, late 70s, early 80s, Germany was actually at that time split into West and East Germany. Oh. So the pavilion was actually intended to focus on shared dramatic traditions and folklore. Hmm. Not focusing on one over the other. Oh. And then thankfully, international superstar uh, David Hasselhoff came and brought down the Berlin Wall all by himself <laughs> and united East and West Germany. It's true. Like the Hoff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's pretty, pretty powerful. He's looking for some freedom, y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard that. He also shot SpongeBob and Patrick out of his man boobs. He did in the, did. Yeah. In the SpongeBob mm-hmm. movie. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He has powerful picks. Yeah. Um, Quite the range on the Hoff. Yeah. <laughs> and he has a talking car. <laughs> <laughs> so the the the, uh, the St. George slaying the dragon statue is actually uh, from the medieval Bavarian town of Rothenburg, Obder Tabor. Tabor. I think the idea is they took inspiration from like real actual places in Germany, but they, instead of trying to make it look identical like the way they did with Italy... They tried to actually make things that you would see in Italy. It's really more kind of inspired by the things that they saw in Germany because of the fact they didn't want it to be like a specific mm-hmm. place. Mm-hmm. Like where the, if you go back to uh, the restaurant beer garden in the back, like you've got, it looks like a big kind of castle and there's some discussion about, you know, Oh, this castle looks a lot like this, but it could be like, there's no specific castle that you can say it was definitely this castle. Hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was interesting. There is no ride or attraction in Germany. Only food and drink in shops. It's fine. That's fine. However, there was supposed to be a ride. In fact, this ride was announced like it was being made. And they even built the entrance to the ride in the pavilion. What? Where is that at? It's covered up now. Oh. <laughs> yeah. But this is, this is like one of these um, great stories of something that like this was supposed to be a pretty epic attraction and it just i'm sure again 
came down to like funding and timing and they were just like, can't do it. So this was going to be the Rhine River Cruise. And um, it was officially announced. It was detailed in Disney's Epcot Center by Richard Beard and was discussed in other promotional materials before Epcot opened. Hmm. The premise was that it would offer Epcot guests the chance to float down the Rhine, the Tauber, the Ruhr, and the Isar Rivers on a leisurely boat ride, affording a visual impression in miniature of the cultural heritage of Germany's past and highlights of the present. You were supposed to be able to visit the Black Forest. There would be a Oktoberfest scene. Oh, fun. Yeah, Heidelberg, the Ruhr Valley, and elsewhere. Detailed miniatures of famous landmarks would be featured, including... The Cologne Cathedral. From this, it would seem that the Rhine River Cruise would be akin to Storybook Land canals in uh, Disneyland. Hmm. Do yeah. you think the Cologne Cathedral smells good? I would hope. I bet it smells very, very uh, um, buff. Probably like probably, probably like Dracar Noir. Wood, woody, a wood, woody there you scent. Yeah. A yeah. Wood scent. Woody from Toy Story. It smells like a lumberjack. Yeah, <laughs> just just oozing masculinity, yeah. yeah, but not toxic masculinity. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, but this this ride was canceled very last minute. It was like sometime, probably like spring nineteen eighty two. They were like, "Well, we we're just not going to do it." Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Although I am fine with going to Germany and um, just eating and drinking because they have mm-hmm. really good beer and yeah, they do. big old pretzels and sausages and sauerkraut and oh my gosh I'm really hungry yeah <laughs> Let this us- does seem to have one of the better uh, beer selections in all, in all of the world showcase of course that will vary based on your taste and your taste buds what you enjoy in your adult beverages but I mean like that beer selection is hard to beat yeah, yeah. no kidding well let's talk about beer garden a little bit because this is one yes. of our favorite I think I, I don't want to speak to everybody I know McKenna agrees but it's one of the family's favorite restaurants in world showcase I mean I it Quite possibly is my favorite that I've been to. Garrett, where would you put it on your list of favorite restaurants in World Showcase? It's it's fine. This one I feel like wouldn't be maybe your top favorite because it's, it's not really my thing. Yeah, I mean the food is definitely German. Yep, and and it's also so. like a buffet. Well, right now they're doing family style, but it's like all you care to enjoy, which is not really Garrett's thing either. Nope, he doesn't like to eat that much. Not going to stuff his face, but um, I mean, um, this sausage is good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the way it's set up on the inside, it's actually like you're kind of in like a, a plaza with. There's a German uh, polka band on a stage playing um, like traditional music and also doing. Um, you know, toasts, Mm -hmm. they tell you to raise your beers and sometimes you'll sing along with them and, and sing a, like sing a song, take a drink or other times they do the Siggy, Saggy, Siggy, Saggy, Oi, Oi, Oi. And you have to drink during that. The pretzel rolls there, right? They do have pretzel rolls. Yeah. The beer cheese soup. So it's definitely up there with one of my favorites. (laughs) Okay. I can just eat those all day. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I mean, they offer all kinds of sausages. There's rotisserie chicken. They do have, children's frankfurters or just hot dogs if yeah. the kids want that don't do it kids. <laughs> is that what they really call them yeah. children's fr- wow <laughs> there's assorted salads breads red cabbage wine kraut potatoes and spatzel if you like schnitzel their schnitzel is very good they've got like a real good gravy that goes on the schnitzel they've got german potato salad which is the best form of potato salad in my opinion mm-hmm I make good potato salad. German potato salad's the best kind of potato salad, in okay. my opinion. <laughs> Whatever. It's vinegary. That's why you like yes, it. Yes. It's like just potato and vinegar, and it's so good. And cold. And cold yeah. potato vinegar. Can I say something controversial about yes, the sir. beer garden? Yep. No. I think it's fine. Mm. I like the food. I like the drinks. I like the atmosphere. But that smell is overpowering. Oh. Like me personally, I think kraut smells like farts. <laughs> so like it, it feels like I'm eating just in a box of farts the entire meal. I don't know if I can say that on a PG podcast. I apologize oh, wow. if I can't. But like even outside of the beer garden, like like I, I get that waft of farts and it's just like 
<clears throat> okay, here we go. Well, you do. Of course, I have that reaction whenever I go to any German restaurant. Knoxville recently lost its very good German yeah. restaurant, and I loved going to restaurant Linderhof. But that place, and what? Oh, there's that wave of farts. Oh man, Linderhof I, was so good, though. I like sauerkraut. I like the smell of it. I like. Um, pickled vegetables though of all types and so you you put something in some vinegar and i'm happy <laughs> see like like i actually like the taste of sauerkraut which might be surprising if you know my very basic taste palette but like that smell it's just like yeah. i have to get over it a little bit and yeah. power through and and in beer garden like sometimes the smell is just too too much for me mm. i get that we we crowd it up when we go there so I was going to make the joke that uh, if you're constantly like feeling like you're in a cloud of farts, you must be always visiting Beer Garden with Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, Whatever. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> that's Garrett, actually. Remember from last oh, week? Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a callback, Jay. Come on. Well, one of the features of the menu is they have this apple strudel that you can get for dessert. And you get this ice cream with it. And there's like a vanilla cream that goes on the apple strudel. And it's very good. Yeah. It is very good. I'm I'm hungry. Um, when you, when you visit Oktoberfest, one of the things this this may be something that people would want to know because some people may not love the idea, but they do seat you at long tables with other families. So mm-hmm. you know, if you're a person who doesn't really like to sit at tables with other people, that you know, well, be aware now's the that time. happened. Well, now's the time. True, that's right because they're going to space you out right now. You're not sitting with other families, probably. Yeah. Or but, if you go by yourself and you have a reservation for one, you're going to uh, make friends really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I enjoy sitting with strangers because I'm very chatty, and I think everybody wants to be friends. So. Especially after you have a couple of German beverages. By the way, you left out the most important thing. Beer served one liter steins, y'all. It's true. They don't mess around. It's huge. Whenever Uh I drink, I have to hold it with two hands. And it just makes my heart so happy. (laughs) The only way it could get better is if they served them in boots. Oh, that'd be amazing. (laughs) I can kill me some boots. Uh, Oh, yeah. I could do a boot. What are you talking about? I knew it. Uh, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about, well, actually we'll stay with food and then we'll talk about shopping. So if you don't want to go into beer garden, they've got a little quick service counter on the outside of beer garden called Summerfest, where you can get bratwurst, frankfurter sandwiches, sauerkraut, soft pretzels, and the apple strudel. Yeah. If, if you're interested in that. I always forget about that. And I would like to go eat there. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good if you don't want the full buffet experience or whatever, but you still want some of that food. It, it is out there. Mm-hmm. They also have a uh, a beer stand in the Germany Pavilion yep. where you can go get your grapefruit beer, which I enjoy very much. It's like a spiked soda. It's barely spiked soda. That's what it tastes like to me. But it is tasty. Mm-hmm. I like the Dunkel. Yeah, there um, it is. Which I now understand Dunkel just means dark, and there are a variety of different dark beers, but you can say Dunkel in Epcot, and they know what you're talking about. So, Well, that's, where, that's where you can get the, the Varsteiner, too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that is my go-to drink if I'm in uh, the Germany Pavilion. Several yeah. types of Varsteiner, too. I mean, if you're standing at the counter, and it's, you know, you've got grapefruit beer, Dunkel, Varsteiner. I mean, they're going to know what you're talking about mm-hmm. if you say it at that particular counter. Yeah, but I went to a different German restaurant and I said, I would like a Dunkel. And they were like, which one? Well, yeah, because there's... <laughs> and I was like, oh. And the guy said, Dunkel means dark. <laughs> so which dark beer do you want? And I was like, dang it. <laughs> well, um, they also have a great snack shop called the... Caramel Kutche. Yes. That <laughs> one that we are not going to attempt to say as a family. Let's not all try it. No. Um, <laughs> but they do offer a lot of different treats with the Werther's Caramel on popcorn, mm. or you can get caramel apples, or you can get some Werther's Caramels if you want. And uh, it's awesome. That yeah. that caramel popcorn is... Very good. Very delicious. Level. Werther's are one of the best candies. I wouldn't say they're the best, but they are one of the best candies. Mm. Wait, so what else do they have other than the popcorn in there? Caramel apples. Does it matter? You get the candies. <laughs> um, But do they have pastries? I don't remember. I don't think so. Oh, okay. This isn't a bakery. I know. That caramel popcorn is something I've thought about. It's like, 
I could probably get a couple bags of this in uh, in my carry on to take back home. Probably, yeah. yeah. I never did, but that thought had definitely crossed my mind more than once. Yeah. When you buy that, like you buy a bag of that stuff, it's hard to even get out of Epcot without eating uh-huh. all yep. of it. It's just addictive. So good. It's so it's good. it's the whole concept of like you know you go through the drive through and you get two order of fries, one order of fries <laughs> for when you get to your destination, the other order of fries to eat while you're getting to your destination. Right. Exactly. They do offer um, cookies and brownies and fudge in that place, but no pastries. Ah, okay. Yeah. I was just curious. I mean, I like caramel. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'd love to have a caramel apple right now. Um, I'm hungry. <laughs> you know, I've heard that. <laughs> Every time we do these uh, walk around the worlds, I get re- really hungry. No kidding. Yeah. It's like, I think Jay made the comment. It's like, we need to start a running tally of like every time one of us says, yeah, next time we're there, we need to try that. <laughs> yeah. And no it would kidding. just end up by the end of it being the entire menu of the world showcase. All of yeah. it. All yeah. of it for sure. I'll take one of everything, please. Yeah. <laughs> Shopping wise. They've got Der Teddy Bar, a toy shop with stuffed animals, medieval-themed toys. Oh, okay. I thought this this was going somewhere else. Volkskunst has beer steins of all sizes. Oh, their beer steins are really cool. They are so cool. They're Uh really neat. I mean, they've got some great detail. um, Mm -hmm. Really, really cool. And like works of art. And and I've had to uh, talk myself out of not getting one several times because, you know, A, it's a lot, and B, there's no way I could get it home in one piece. And C, I would want to drink beer out of it. And like I said, it's a piece of art. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, you can also purchase felt hats, cowbells, black forest cuckoo clocks, and hand-painted eggs. They also have T-shirts with lederhosen or the, what's it called? The, um, The ladies' outfits are called what? Lady Lederhosen. Lady Lederhosen. Mm-hmm. You could get that, and then you can wear a t-shirt with that on there, and yeah. You could do that. You could. <laughs> <laughs> yup. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Take that one. And Das Kaufhaus has soccer-related paraphernalia in there. Oh, I thought they would have had coffee. Okay. And then they also have... They also have Steinhaus with even more beer steins. It's a lot of cool stuff. I like the. I think the cu- the cuckoo clocks are really interesting. I don't think mm-hmm. I want one in my house. No, because- or like a wall of them. It has to be none or too many. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As someone who grew up with a grandfather clock in their house and it chimed every hour, you know, mm-hmm. and then a long time um, at midnight. You get used to it. You don't even hear it anymore when it goes off. I think you'd hear a wall of cuckoo clocks. Yeah, they all go off at the same time, and it's like the house is being brought down to the ground. <laughs> or it would just feel like a scene out of Back to the Future when all the clocks are going off yeah. at once. Oh, Back to the Future. <laughs> I have to mention it. It's obligatory. But yeah, Germany, guys. That's Germany. Shopping, like dining, mm-hmm. architecture, beer, pretzels. Garrett likes the big pretzels. It's pretty awesome. Yes. See, I told you. And they have a band stage outside, by the way, that I didn't mention. And the polka band that's um, on the stage outside, they even do like polka rap, which yeah. is hilarious to listen to. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty good. <laughs> no, it's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And I don't know what genre, because I've looked up polka rap before and I cannot find it. I need to know what it is. What is that? Uh, it's, it's polka rap. Polka I mean, rap. Duh. Yeah, just because I, I I have, and I can't find it. Maybe look up the band that plays in Epcot, because I don't know what their name is. I don't either. But you could probably figure that out and then see if they have like a album or something. Hmm. Maybe some songs on the iTunes, because who buys albums? This sounds too easy. This sounds too easy. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Yeah, Grandpa. Okay. Who, who buys albums anymore? Got to go down to the Sam Goody and get me a cassette tape. Yeah, exactly. But I do no that. No such thing. I, I do that. I do that. <laughs> so are we going to rank Germany? We are. Who wants to kick this off? I can. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what you had so far? Sure. Okay. You had Japan, Morocco, France, Italy, Canada, America, UK. I want to put Germany in between Japan and Morocco. It's your second favorite. Yeah. Wow. Okay. All right. I mean, come on. I cannot tell you guys how much I love B 
beer and sausages and sauerkraut. Like, if you want to purchase me something, uh, it would be beer, sausage, and sauerkraut. And Lululemon. So, and Lululemon. Everybody, <laughs> that's the way to my heart. I think it's funny you still want the expensive workout wear after you previously just said you want beer, sausages, and, and you know, all other healthy stuff, too. Yeah. Hey, I have priorities. I know I what. respect them. If you're going to eat all those sausages and drink all that beer, you have to work out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or you could be like me and own a bunch of like gym shorts that you just wear your fat backside around your uh, condo. Yeah. Working out's for losers. Also, I'm going to die in like seven minutes. So Whatever. <laughs> well, at least hold on for the asteroid. <laughs> you, you can try to catch it. Let's see where this is going. We should all get together and try to catch the asteroid. <laughs> and that's the best idea yet. Oh, McKenna, or John, John, John Johnson, Johnson, you're our leader. Yeah. Please. Leader Hosen. Start, start a group. And let's all get together and try to catch the asteroid. Well, that see, would be a fun Facebook group. It'd be like, let's storm Area 51. Area 51. Or like, <laughs> paint, let's all get together and paint the bean in Chicago. Yeah. Well, this is a new one. It's going to be, let's get together and catch the asteroid. It can't miss all of us. <laughs> <laughs> see, I would, but I'm a little busy with my Godzilla support group mm-hmm. and track. Why don't oh. we just make a really big trampoline? And send it back. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, I like this. Yeah. It's the whole I am rubber, you are glue uh, physics scenario. Ooh, let's yeah. try to aim it at the moon. Take that, moon. No. Yeah. No. What have you been doing for us no other than creating the, uh, the tides? <laughs> Without the moon, we would fall apart. We don't need it. Nah. I mean, we we got tide machines now. I mean, they got one at over at Universal, right? Yeah. There you go. Just put We've a big old one. we got tide pods. Throw them in the ocean. <laughs> is that what they do? <laughs> no, I, you, all I've done is eat them, so I don't know. Yeah, you can't throw them in the ocean. They're dinner. Well, but it's for the greater good. Uh, Feed the whales the tide good. pods. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. We have good ideas. We're going to catch an please, asteroid. We're going to feed the whales feed, Tide Pods. Please don't feed whales Tide Pods. Please. They'll be really clean. That's they a will. good clean well. They're going to wash their clothes. <laughs> <laughs> clean the whales. <laughs> oh, and then the water that comes out of their spout would be like soapy, frothy water. Bubbles. They make, bubbles. They make ocean <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> We could turn the entire ocean into a big old bubble bath. <laughs> this is a good. This is how you clean up the ocean. Yes. This is our best idea yet. Thank you, intergalactic space and track superstar John John Johnson. <laughs> we figured You're it welcome. out. We figured it out, countries. You don't have to stop your industrial plants that are polluting right. our ocean. And we'll all throw the oil, Tide Pods in. All the oil we spill in the ocean. That'll be fine. BP, you're good. Throw some Tide Pods in. (laughs) The whales are on it. I mean, they use Dawn dish soap soap to clean up the animals, so it should be like the same thing. Exactly. There. All the fish are so clean. Yeah. Oil spills eradicated. And then you can Mm -hmm. just eat the fish right out of the ocean because they're super clean. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just pick them up and... Sushi. (laughs) McKenna died. (laughs) (laughs) R.I.P. We already miss you. John, John Johnson. <laughs> Next I'll year, there's going to be a memorial 5K for John, John Johnson. <laughs> now it'll be a memorial five meter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Five meter dash. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> oh, that was fun. But it was also chaos. Um, we need to Don't finish ranking these. I can't believe John, John Johnson just died. I'm the people's chairman of the podcast now. So Welcome back. Thank you. Um, Landon. Germany, where would you put it on your list? You do you have your list, or do you? Need- I do have my okay. list saved on my notes. Yeah, look at that for everybody that's listening. I'm doing <laughs> a bunch of uh, visual based jokes now. Uh, I'm going to go bottom to top. Uh, number eight, I have America. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Canada. Mm-hmm. Number six, Morocco. Number five, Italy. And entering the top four is Germany. Then three, France, two, UK, just based on the strength of fish and chips. And number one is still Japan. Number one, still Japan. McKenna, how about you? I don't remember my list. You have Japan, Morocco, America, Italy, Canada, <laughs> France, and UK. Let's put Germany behind Japan. So second place? Yeah. Woo! 
Okay. You and I are so alike, McKenna. Don't talk to me. Everyone says we sound alike, too. Your list is almost the same as mine. You're exactly like your no, mother. I'm the people's chairman of the podcast, and my list is for the people. Garrett, I'm assuming Germany's at number one with all the rest of the yeah. pavilions for you. Okay. Tied for first place for Garrett with all the rest of them. And for me, and for me, I'm going to put Germany. The only thing that makes me want to put this in the top four is beer garden because um, it's amazing but it's delicious it but is delicious. so is regal eagle so is restaurant marrakesh okay but so so is everything in japan caramel popcorn you can get it at germany and beer garden and gigantic pretzel and there's christmas store that's all year round <laughs> but i don't really it would be better if it's year-round halloween store you know what i was gonna say you, you say year-round christmas store like it's a good thing yeah i mean it's just i'm trying to entice people to agree with me <laughs> even though i'm the people's chairman so i know what the people want it's gonna come in at number six for me <laughs> really? wow so i'm going low. japan morocco america uk canada then germany italy france mm, wow. i don't understand you anymore yeah, mister, I have a German last name. All right, we did it. Landon, it's time for you to tell people where they can find you out there on the interwebs. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. Those you can follow me 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, even though I haven't updated it in years. It's buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. Yeah, in your face, Jay. I'm not even going to let you get in there with a funny, funny voice. Sorry, these, these, these plugs just got really hostile for some reason. I apologize. <laughs> you, wait what I see, what, you wait and see what I do in editing, buddy. Ah, uh, touche. The editor does have the final say. Well played, sir. Um, I also appear on Near Fall Radio. That's a podcast of the sweet science of professional wrestling. Myself and Will Rab, we talk about the latest happenings in WWE and all elite wrestling. Uh, when you're listening to this, WWE had SummerSlam last night. I'm sure some wacky, wacky stuff happened as now they are performing from the WWE Thunderdome uh, exclusively there in Orlando, Florida. So, yeah, that's uh, something else. And I'm also on the Phil Show, News Talk 987, WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the Newstalk987 app and the iHeartRadio app. We're going to take a little break here. When we come back in the final segment, it's time for shout outs to all our friends that helped us reach our fundraising goal. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the monorail. Just Justin and Sam this time. All of our other friends have left us. Friends or family? Both. Oh. <laughs> They're our friends and our family. Oh. And my kids aren't my friends. Well, they probably wouldn't call us friends, but they're my <laughs> friends. Either way, they're gone, and it's just the two of us now. But we wanted to wrap up today's show by showing some appreciation for our friends, Monorail family members. Yes. That helped us in our recent fundraising competition. It wrapped up last night, and again, we have no idea whether we came in first or last. We Only were leading. First. At the time of this recording. Yeah. But I don't know if it'll stand because who knows? You know how people do last minute shenanigans? Yeah, no kidding. So for all we know, Adam's going to raise $700 by midnight and he'll be in first place. Because um, he's he is the shenanigan instigator. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's true. But, uh, but for now we're winning. But either way, it's, it wasn't about winning. It was about raising money for a good cause. And for those of you who don't, don't have the background to this, so a couple months ago, I think, Frank and Jen came to us with this idea of putting together some teams for a virtual 5K for a charity called Broadway Cares. And... We decided to base it around the Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour and the listeners of that particular show, the, the fans, yeah. those who show up on Tuesday nights. So Frank created a team. He's the team captain on Broadway Cares. And then he asked 
anyone who wanted to, to create their own fundraising teams. And hopefully with the goal of raising overall $1,000 was the initial goal. Mm -hmm. And Broadway Cares, it's a very great charity. You can read more about it, but to tell you what they do, they help fight AIDS. They award grants to more than 470 organizations in all 50 states, Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C., It's the largest funder of the social service programs at the Actors Fund, including the COVID-19 Emergency Assistance Program, the HIV AIDS Initiative, the Phyllis Newman Women's Health Initiative, and the Friedman Health Center for Performing Arts. Broadway Cares also supports and champions organizations focused on social social injustice and anti-racism. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. So, involved in a lot of good things. Yeah. But obviously money that goes to this charity is going for a lot of good causes. We created a team, Monorail family team, of course, and asked for donations. And as part of that, we threw some incentives out there. One of them being, if you donated $20 or more, we would ask you to be part of a Walt Disney World discussion panel on an upcoming episode of the Monday Morning Monorail podcast. And if you donated $50 or more, you could actually come on all by yourself. Yay! As the guest of honor. And you even get to pick the topic. There are people that fall into both of those categories on this list. It's super exciting. It is. Yeah. Um, but just going down the list, I want to thank everybody who donated. No matter how much they donated, every bit was appreciated. Um, <laughs> first of all, let's thank Landon because Landon apparently donated four Disney dollary dues. I think he added that to the list. I mean, Disney dollary dues make sense. <laughs> yeah. They really need he that. He tried to say that he had those left over from his, um, you know, when we were buying tickets for the different parks, using them on attractions. I don't know that Landon should uh, get praise and adulation for that, but we'll give it to him anyway. Yeah. But uh, for real, our friend Steffers was actually our first donator. Oh, thank you, Steph. Yeah. So she's going to be part of a Disney Parks panel coming up. So we'll be working on that. Jackie, Pixie Dust PhD. Yeah. Hi, Jackie. I don't know if she goes by Jackie. It's always Jacqueline. So. Okay, Jacqueline. So you'll have to call her Jacqueline. We'll say Jacqueline. Maybe maybe later we'll get to know you better. Maybe she'll allow us to call her Jackie. Yeah. But she may not like it. Some people don't like shortening their names. So. But Jackie donated. (laughs) I did it again. She donated, and she's in the category of she's going to come on the show on her own. Yay! Yeah. How fun! So, I'm sure we'll talk about her vlog. Yes. Yeah. So we have to. Yeah. So, that'll be a, a part of her show. Jeff Burkett donated. He's going to be part of a upcoming panel. Yay! Thank you, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Theme Park Rob. He's going to be joining that panel. He's number three. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, yeah. Rob. And then, I think this is Skipper Bob. Mm, okay. The next donor, I don't know him by this name, but just doing some of my investigation, I think it's Skipper Bob that donated enough that he's going to come on the show on his own. Yay! So thank you, Skipper Bob. If it's not Skipper Bob, the person's name is William Haynes, and I thank you, William Haynes. Um, But Skipper Bob, if that is you, confirm. Let me know. (laughs) Otherwise, I'll reach out to you, William. Um, Lee Taylor... He'll be joining the panel with Stephanie, Theme Park, Rob, and Jeff. Yay, good. And then my mom donated at the last minute. A lot of these happened, by the way, during our virtual 5K. Yeah, we live streamed that on our Facebook group. Yeah. The whole walk. We walked three laps around World Showcase. It was live streamed on our Monday Morning Monorail family group on Facebook. And a lot of these donations came in during that time period. But my mom donated, and she's going to get to have her own segment, I guess. Yay! And uh, Lewis as well. Awesome! Yeah, Lewis. So, Dis- Disney Pick a Day on Twitter. Lewis and Val, if Val wants to come on too, she's welcome to do that. Absolutely. Uh, but I guess Lewis gets to pick a topic, and that makes me nervous. Uh, why? Because who knows? He'll probably want me to explain why I don't like Primeval World or oh, something. Oh, probably. <laughs> It is his moment. He is allowed to do whatever he wants. Yeah. So that gives us a nice lineup of people to appear soon on the show. I will be reaching out to all of you to coordinate dates and times and try to get all those things on the calendar. But um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be really fun. And again, thank you all so much for doing this. It means so much because understanding this is a tough time 
for everybody. Yeah. And finding a little extra dollar support put towards a charity is greatly appreciated. We certainly thank you for helping us take the lead, even if it's for a brief moment. Yeah. And by the way, uh, we are recording this in the past. So if someone donated on Sunday afternoon, uh, we may not have shouted out at you, but thank you. Yeah. <laughs> really, really appreciate it. And even if you just retweeted the links, even if you just spread the word and that was the way that you could help us, we appreciate that too. Absolutely. So, yeah. So thank you so much. It's a great cause. Really appreciate it. You guys always come through when we do these fundraisers and I can't thank you enough. Yes. Thank you. One last quick thing. We got some recent reviews on iTunes and I wanted to thank those people. Oh, fun. Yeah. So this one comes from um, someone named Sarah, Sarah W. Okay. Hi, Sarah. And it was June 28th, 2020. She gave us five stars. Hey. She said, love this podcast. This podcast makes my entire Monday and is a magical start to the week. Thank you, Monorail family. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. Yeah, that was very nice. This one comes from Jungle Boy 499 <laughs> Hey, Jungle Boy. <laughs> July 22nd, 2020. The Monorail family are the perfect blend of knowledge, humor, and passion for all things Disney parks related. A must listen for Disney fans. Love this podcast. Five stars. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Jungle Boy. Lastly, I think this name is Pan's Heroes, like maybe Peter Pan's Heroes, mm -hmm. or it could be Pancheros and maybe something Greek. Oh, okay. I'm not sure. But considering we're a Disney podcast, I thought it was probably Pan's Heroes. Title is One of the Nicest Podcast Families. And the review says... The Monroe family is so perfect. I've been blessed to meet them at WDW, and they were so wonderful. Sam and Justin really put in the work to the show. Landon is hilarious, and the kids add an extra good element not found on other podcasts. If you like Disney and want to feel like you're with family, check them out. Oh, thanks. And we've met, and I don't know the username. Right. Should we speculate on who we think this is? No, because we're <laughs> going to get it wrong. And it will hurt feelings, and that's not okay. Pancheros or Pan's Heroes. Either way, it makes me hungry because now I'm thinking of a hero sandwich. I could go for a sandwich right now. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. The reviews mean so much. And this one, it, this one came on August 19th. So that was after our last podcast where I kind of, I wasn't necessarily asking for people to review our show. I was trying to support podcasts in general and, and ask people, you know, if you're enjoying a show, make sure you let people know about it because it really, really makes all of this feel like people are listening and people yeah. care and it means a lot to us yeah. as creators. So I wasn't trying to fish for reviews at that time, but I, I appreciate am. it. I am. Hey guys, will you give us a review? <laughs> it does mean a lot, like yeah. honestly, and it helps people find the show. It helps the algorithm where basically it could suggest our podcast to other people who like Disney podcasts. So, and help us improve. If you want to hear something or you like, would like for us to do something, it's let true. us know. Yeah. Five stars are great, but we do appreciate feedback no of all what. shapes and sizes. Yep. You can always email us at Monday morning monorail at gmail.com. You can call our voicemail four zero seven nine one seven two one four four. You can talk to us on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Join the Monday Morning Monorail family on Facebook. You can do all that stuff and talk to us in a lot of different ways. And we really appreciate connecting with you guys virtually. It's very, mm -hmm. very fun. And it adds a lot of richness to this community for us. Yeah. So thanks again. Thanks for listening to the show. You know, even if you don't. If you even if you don't review, if you if you don't necessarily want to make that connection with us through the social medias, it means a lot that you're even just listening. And yeah, it would be awesome if you would tell some friends about us. I'm for it. Spread the word. Word of mouth does a lot of good for podcasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, but either way, keep on coming back because we'll keep doing this thing and bring you new episodes on Mondays. Don't forget Tuesday nights, nine thirty Eastern. Parks and Monorail's most magical hour live. Jen and Frank from Theme Park Thursday. Justin and Sam from the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. As Frank says, together, at last, indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs>
That's right. So Forever. You can find that on the Dillo's Diz YouTube, but we also have the audio-only feed on our Podbean. We always share links on the Monday Morning Monorail Fam on Facebook, and we share them on Twitter. So watch out for those things. And until we talk to you next time, we hope you have a magical week. Bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings and please watch your step as you exit. (laughs) See y'all real soon.